Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, it's Michelle here. I'm so excited for today's guest. I wanted to introduce you to the wonderful Nicole Eaton, who is a conscious parenting coach, as well as a pediatric occupational therapist. And I loved our conversation. And even if you don't have children or your children are older, this is such an important topic, um, especially around this time, around what's going on in in the world. And so I'm just thrilled to introduce you to her and get to know her and uh, enjoy the interview. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong here. And today I have a fabulous guest for you all. I'm so excited to bring Nicole Eaton on the show. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. So um, I'm so excited to hear Nicole. Literally, I've been like, when are you? Like, I was just so excited. I'm like, when are you? Oh, yeah, it's tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. Because we scheduled this like two weeks ago. Um, and I've been just excited to have this conversation with you around um, just your work and sharing your voice and what you do to the world. And um, yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you and to be here. Yeah. Yay. Um, so you and I met through uh, our coach, Melanie Ann Layer, through the Alpha Fem experience and the Calibrate Matrix, which ended, what, a few days ago? Yes. Um, but I loved your vibe like so much. I was like, oh. and then I found out you were also a manifester with four, six profile, also cancer rising. I was like, Oh my God. Friends for life. <laughs> Friends for life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um, you work with, um, like conscious parenting, like that's like your work and you have a, like a very successful YouTube channel. Um, yes. All it- of it. It's been a wild ride and I love what I do. Um, So it did start with the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel was something I wanted to do when I was really focused um, as a pediatric occupational therapist because I was working in a space where um, the population of kids I was seeing, they were pretty severely physically disabled, unfortunately. And so much of my day felt like I was, I was just trying to keep them at the level of functioning that they were. And unfortunately not a whole lot of like amazing breakthroughs would happen that often. And so I felt this need to just do more and take my knowledge and sort of move it outside of this one space where I can hopefully make an impact for other parents around the world. So I happened to be pregnant with my son at the time and I was just sharing information about pregnancy. And then when he was born, it was tummy time, how to roll over, just like the, the really basic things that first time moms could use support in when it doesn't go perfectly. Um, and then it evolved as my, as my motherhood journey evolved. And so that's, that's how conscious parenting came up. Cause you know, it was, it was a moment of like, 
you know, I've decided to become an entrepreneur while also raising this brand new baby. And I think that that's where you're met with, oh, okay. Um, I've got some work to do, you know, um, your marriage, you got to work through things. You bring a child into the mix and you're trying to birth a new baby in a business. And I realize it's not everything else that is quote unquote wrong. Like I have things that I need to go deeper on and heal in order to bring everything else into alignment. And so it was like that realization where it's, it's, it's not my husband. It's not because, you know, I have a brand new baby. It's like, no, I'm projecting some things that I have yet to deal with. And when I made the commitment to do that, because I was so determined to do right by my child, do the best I could, everything shifted for me. And so I just think it's so important to bring the conscious parenting and the intentional parenting to this space, especially at this time with everything that's happening in the world, because it can change the trajectory of our child's lives if we're really committed to holding ourselves to a higher standard as parents. Mm, that is so good. I love that you were like this awareness of like, oh, it's not like, it's not the husband, it's not the kid, it's not the situation, it's me. Like, what am I bringing to like the table in the situation? Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it wasn't always, you know, I'm a pretty, I, I was pretty stubborn in it. You know, it took a lot of banging my head against the proverbial wall to really say, oh wait, what if it is me, you know, and holding that mirror up, um, which is the hardest part, I think. Like once you're open to saying like, okay, it's possible, I've got my stuff and you start doing the work, it it's this beautiful transformation that takes place and you become addicted to it as opposed to fearing it. And I think mm. that that's the biggest transformation. You see how much it helps you and you see how much your world literally shifts in front of you and you go, give me more, give me more. I want to do more. So, yeah. So can you share a few things that you realized? Like, yeah. um, for one, I would say I, I definitely, so, okay. I mean, there's plenty of things, but when it comes to, I will give you one really powerful example. Um, I was definitely parenting from like my ego in the early days. I was concerned with how others perceived me as a mother. Mm. And, and when I came from that place, it, it, there's a lot of blind spots in terms of what's best for your kid. I remember specifically one day we were at the playground, myself and my son, and he, this was probably a year ago. So he might've been just three or just under three. And he got upset about something and had a tantrum in the playground. And he has a very powerful voice and loud voice. So it just stopped everybody else in their tracks. And I had this moment where I felt so mortified and I wanted him to stop immediately. It was like, cut it out. Like you're making a scene. And I'm grateful because it triggered me so much that I was able to later sit with it and say, whoa, what is this about? And, and I was able to sort of journal and work through this some and say, this is about me. It's not about Kai and make some shifts that like, I think have had a really profound impact on him going forward. I'm able to release the emotional attachment to him showing up a certain way in public, you know? And I think that that's so beautiful. It's like, go ahead, have your tantrum. 
people may think what they want to think. That's totally fine, you know, but I, I feel good about how I'm holding space for him to move through his emotional process. And then we can go and talk about this later. It's not about, it's not about me, you know, (laughs) as much as we unconsciously think it is, it's not about me. So that was a big one. Wow. That is especially like we just hopped off prosperity codes, like mm-hmm. the, the training call with Melanie, the masterclass and talking about like stopping, like anytime you stop that emotion, it freezes it in the body. Like, oh my God. And all of us moms are like, oh no, <laughs> what did we do? We ruined our children. And it's not about being perfect because we're never, no one's perfect. We're never going to be perfect. But I just, the beauty is in the awareness. It's like that aha moment where you go, oh, I get this. And now I can make shifts because I mean, we have little ones. Whenever you make a shift, it can make a huge difference for our children and our relationships and their ability to process things going forward. And I just feel fortunate that um, my child is so young and I, I had that tipping point, um, so early on in his life where, you know, major, tra- there's room for major transformation and continual growth. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm, this is just a random question. So like, w- does he continue to have ten- temper tantrums or, um, does he, I'm sorry, say it again. Does he still have temper tantrums? Or? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. he's, he, generally I'd say he's actually a pretty, one of my focus, one of my focuses as a mama who specializes, pediatric OT, I specialize in child development. Um, I have had the privilege of really understanding how important social and emotional intelligence is. And, you know, more than we can all get focused on walking. When's my baby going to walk? When's my baby going to sit up? Like these are the hallmark milestones and it's easy to compare our child to other children in that. But much harder to see where your child is on a social, emotional, developmental spectrum compared to other kids if you don't have that background. Um, So I think it's a mix. He's four. So of course he has his meltdowns, but I've also been really intentional about um, providing emotional regulation skills for, for him through amazing children's book and just like my own development and being able to process my feelings and have conversations with him, you know, and identify emotions and give him space and then come back later and say like, okay, tell me what happened and what can we do next time to sort of, you know, move through this a bit easier. And I'm, I'm blown away. I mean, I, I can't take credit for, (laughs) for him because I think he's, he's quite mature for a four-year-old. Um, he's able to move through this pretty quickly and he's pretty, he's able to clearly communicate and identify his emotions, which I'm blown away by because me growing up, like we didn't have these conversations in my home. So, you know, me just having my childhood reference point, I'm like, I'm blown away by him. And again, like these tools and this awareness can just make a huge difference for little ones. And so I'm super passionate about Mm. sharing that with other mamas. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even you giving your son space for it will just allow him to be like, oh, it's okay to like trust what it is I'm feeling. And that's why I was asking like temper tantrum because I, I had it when I was young and then yeah. I would get yelled at. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, like all of that. But um, it's just so awesome that you give him space for that and then he can identify his feeling and then talk to you about it after. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes it's, you know, again, it's, it's no perfect there's no perfect method. And, and as they get older, they're going to push different boundaries and that's developmentally appropriate. And it's like, okay, how do we respond? You know, it's 
kind of this dance. And, you know, there are times where he just, he wants to throw things. So it's like throwing mm. things at his door. Okay. Well, dad took the door off the room, <laughs> one time, you know, like you can't throw things at your door, but, but you know, it's like us going first. It's like, I want to manage my emotions. So I don't react in a way mm. that it doesn't serve either of us. And I think that that's the trickiest part is like, how do I regulate my own emotion so I can respond appropriately to my kids? And that's, that's difficult in the moment when you are being triggered, but yeah, it's a practice just like meditation, just like yoga, you have your tools and uh, you continue to work on it. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so you were doing pediatric OT, mm-hmm. then now you kind of are I do active. both. Yeah, I do both. But my focus, um, you know, has definitely been, you know, as Kai has grown up and I've really seen the power of um, the social skills and the emotional skills and development, like I've really been honing in on that. And so, yeah, now it's coaching moms, either one-on-one or I will be releasing a mastermind shortly because I think, yeah, you know, especially with, you know, everything that's happening in the world as it's like so important that different moms from different places, spaces, religions, backgrounds, cultures come together. Um, you know, I know as a black mom, like the response when for me and my brother, when we did something that was quote unquote, not acceptable is we got spanked, you know, mm-hmm. you name it, a hand, a wooden spoon, a hanger, like whatever was around, you know, and me and my husband who is white. So Kai is mixed. Um, we had to have the conversation before, like, this is not acceptable, you know, whatever else. And so learning from one another mm-hmm. and also just having respect and saying like, oh, wow, like that was your experience growing up is so powerful. Like when our kids get on the playground together and and are able to understand each other. So just bringing different people together and um, learning from one another is, is community has been a really powerful thing for me through motherhood. Um, So I'm excited to continue that. Oh my God. It's like, well, first I got spanked with a bamboo stick. (laughs) (laughs) It's so traumatic, isn't it? It's so good. Oh my God. I had a hurt. My mom, she was like, when I got older, she said, yeah, I aimed for your butt because it's just more meat. Like, It's not like I stood still. I would like you're running. You're on the run. (laughs) I feel you, girl. We used to put books in our pants and stuff. You know, try and prepare. It was like this whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah, so bad. Oh my god. But I love what you're saying about like your the mastermind that you're creating. Because I was like, oh my god, like how amazing is that to have like someone who has just um, skills, you know, and just having that container so that all the moms can share what's happening, what's going on, and then they can share what's working for them and then experience different culture. That is so awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, again, like going back to the events of today, it's like, then we can ask each other questions. Like, how are you proceeding with X, Y, and Z? What conversations are you having with your kid about this, you know? And well, again, hold space for one another and, and rise together. Mm. So um, yeah, a lot of power in that. I'm super excited for that. And um, our kids are the future. And it's like, yeah, we've got things to do here as parents. There's work to be done, but it's like, 
oh, the, the power of intention and in raising a generation that just can hold more love mm -hmm. and not have to hold our burdens and our traumas, you know, and our past pains is huge. I just so admire the fact that like you're like you're doing the work for the next generation and like you're under like 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 you realize oh my god like if I don't then they're gonna keep passing it on yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it it I you know it's it feels like I was just sort of led to this moment you know it wasn't like when I grow up um, and I, I'm just grateful and then again it's like I having your own kids you just it's magnified you know you have these dreams and you have these hopes for them and it's like well I can't just dream and I can't just hope if I want to see a different world then it starts here you know mm. so yeah so like do you like do you when you do the work do you like tell your husband about it like is he like what's his journey and process yeah that's a great question yeah I um <laughs> it's it's an interesting thing trying to like not um <laughs> not what's the word I want to use control uh. yeah I, that's a great word you know like you don't want to come off like uh, 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 you know and and there are times where it's like and I, I I would want him to hold me accountable the same but there are times where I see that he is at his capacity to um, emotionally hold whatever Kai is going through and he starts to react and so what I've said to him is like, why don't we just tap, we'll tap each other out. Like, you know, cause I could see when he's hitting his threshold and it's like, you need, you need an adult timeout, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'll take this. And I definitely have my days too. I'm pregnant. I'm like five months pregnant now. And I've, I'm aware that my patience is a little thinner than it otherwise would be. Um, but trying to just like support one another in that. And then also being, um, loving in my approach when I'm giving feedback, you know, cause some like today, for instance, he, he just came home to grab Kai so we could have this conversation. And, um, Kai had a meltdown yesterday and Mike, my husband, he, he got short with him. And you, like you mentioned, Melanie said, like, when we tell them to stop that emotion, it freezes inside of them. <laughs> it was like, Oh, you know, Melanie had this really great point, you know, and he's like, he kind of just smiled at me and shook his head, you know, and I also know, I mean, just like, it can be the same with adults, right? It, with children, when you are in a heightened emotional state, it is not the time to have a conversation about <laughs> what you can do better or what you should or shouldn't be doing. So just awareness around like, okay, let's circle back. Like when everyone's had a minute to breathe, calm down. Um, but again, it's a dance and it's evolution and I am no angel. Uh, like Michael just give me a look so I, when I've, you know, he's, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go take a break. So, but again, I will just always bring it back to like the beautiful thing is the awareness and, and trying to do better. Mm, I love that. I think it's, I actually think it's hilarious. Like Melanie said, like, yes. I, that's like credit. It's not exactly. Not, not me. coming from me. They can always hear it more when it's not coming directly. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. So like, um, I wanted to talk about like your YouTube for mm -hmm. like, because you shared this, I think you shared this on your Facebook post. I just like how it wasn't an overnight 
thing. Mm-hmm. And so I would love, cause it's such a mindset thing, right? It's oh, just yeah. like showing up for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, so you have like what, over 70,000 subscribers or viewers or? Yeah. So yeah, I'm at like 73,000 subscribers. And then it was, that post was about hitting 4 million channel views at that time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to what you're saying, absolutely. And it just opened my eyes in terms of my journey in building this business. You know, I'm sure you have a lot of entrepreneurs who are listening. It's like when you're in the thick of it, it feels like, oh, am I going anywhere? You know, is, are we really making progress? It feels like I should be so much further ahead. I've poured in so much effort. And I like, what was funny about that post was just a week ago, I was getting frustrated on YouTube because, you know, algorithm shifts, things change, whatever. And I was like, it just feels like I'm, I'm doing all the things and it's not panning out. And then I hit this major milestone and it prompted me to pull up the um, analytics page that basically creates a line graph. And I pulled it all the way back to the lifetime of me being on YouTube, which had been about four years. And the line graph shows you how much growth you've had over the four years. And there's literally, like if you were to just draw a line through the trajectory, it's like this upward trend that you would want to see. But within that were these really dramatic peaks and valleys and ups and downs. And I just thought it represents our journey as entrepreneurs so beautifully, you know, like sometimes we're just getting tossed around in the water and we have no idea which direction we're facing because, you know, there's just so many, so many things happening and so much growth that is taking place. But when we're able to sort of pan out and step back and get that larger perspective, we could say like, absolutely, we are making progress. We are moving in the right direction. And it just sort of reaffirms like, keep going, keep going. Like there are going to be tough days. There's going to be days you question everything and you're like, am I heading in the right direction? But if you take the time to just pull back every once and again, you will, you will gain that perspective and, and that sense of I've got this. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And like, I love how you were persisting and it took us four years as dedication. Yeah. (laughs) it is dedication. Uh, yeah. You know, for me and that, with that particular, um, social media platform, it is, it was a love of one community, um, because I started to create community and I saw the power of that. And so that really sustained me through most of the years, um, just building relationships with other people. I've had people that were with me from like, literally when Kai was born mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they'll check in with me. And I, I just think that's so beautiful, but also I just really enjoyed, um, creating, creating content and editing and just kind of showing up. So yeah, you've got to love what you do because sometimes it takes a little while before you have that breakthrough, but, um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Um, Cool. And then let's talk about manifestors. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so yeah. excited. So you're a splenic four six manifestor. Like when did you learn about your man? Like you were like, how did you, what was your journey? So it's really funny because I learned about this before it became a trend. I found out I was, a man- it probably was it was before Kai was born. So I want to say five or six years ago, probably leaning on six years ago, 
I went to see like a energetic healer and he's the one who pulled my chart and told me I was a manifester and he, okay, you're going to laugh at this. I talk about coding. He told me, he's like, okay, so your aura is really, really big. He's like, um, you're in my house right now and your energetic aura expands out past the curb outside. He's like, so I recommend that you and your husband do not sleep in the same room or in the sleep. Yeah. Or in the same bed ever. He's like, you're not going to get a good night's sleep. You will not be fully rested ever if you're in the same room with him because you're, you're, you'll be taking in other people's energy is basically what he said. Then he also told me, which traumatized me, <laughs> he said that I should only have one child because, <laughs> as I'm pregnant with my second. I know. I, I know. Life. I was like, uh-huh. And it, honestly, I let that like run my life for so long. It's kind of embarrassing. But he, he basically was just saying the same thing is that it's taxing for me to have energy, energy in that aura consistently like that. And that if I had another child, I would basically burn out. Hmm. Um, so TBD, we'll find out this will be a fun social experiment, <laughs> but, um, that's how I found out I was a manifester. Um, wow. but I didn't know, you know, I didn't know about the, the channels. I didn't know about the four, six profile. So it's just kind of been a journey of like going deeper. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so interesting that he said your aura. I mean, how I've heard it is like our aura as a manifesto is super dense, but maybe it's like dense that's, big. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm, that's a really, that's a good point. Cause now, I mean, it's been a while and I don't, I, cause I've heard dense too, mm-hmm. um, but I just remember him saying footprint. So when you say dense, do you mean like we don't absorb much because it is dense? It's like, um, you know, I don't, so how I see it is like, I know manifestor, uh, manifesting generators and generators. Like I see them as having a big, warm, inviting aura, like it, it pulses outside so that it is felt. And then for manifestors, uh, ours is dense. So it, like, it kind of feels uncomfortable because uh, our aura pushes on other people's aura. Got it. Got it. <laughs> then you would think I'd be able to have all the kids then. <laughs> 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 so oh give goodness. me some bunk advice is what <laughs> that's so interesting yeah I mean yeah I'm curious what your husband is because then it might like because I heard like if you if your husband like if your spouse has like a generator or a sacral energy then it's harder to absorb like you'll just absorb their energy so you might not get the best sleep uh, Okay. So then here's, here's where it gets good. Okay. So both Kai and Mike are manifesting generators. Mike, they're both emotional authorities Okay, and I have an open emotion. So I take in all of that. Yeah. And Mike is also a four, six profile. Kai's a three, five. Yeah. So we're both four, six, but I will laugh so hard because this is where I go. Is this, let's see how (laughs) my husband and I are very different. So we have a lot of common values. Obviously we've been together for about 12 years now, but I'm the talker. I'm the, I'm the chatty Kathy. I'm the one who has friends and I'm always doing something. And he's like, I am completely content being a hermit. (laughs) We're both four, six. So it's really interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So like how it's been described to me is like the four, six. Cause I've, I mean, I'm a four, six, right. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, 
like that there's a network like everything mm -hmm. that I will like uh, my success is through my network so I don't like pulling in strangers like that doesn't like it's through my network and I'm like oh I get that like you know yes. and it's even like not even just my direct connection but my connections connection yes so that yes. is where um I can totally see that because like I've tried doing cold calls like in the past <laughs> when I was trying to grow my business I'm like oh okay like, I'll try anything and I'm like this is so awkward mm -hmm. you know but it's like well who do I know who can like be you know whatever yeah. Um, and then the six profile is interesting because it's all about like, it's like living in cycles of growth. And so that's how people see us. Cause it's the, it's the six is the more conscious one. And so it's, it's like, it only gets better for us. That is so exciting. <laughs> like, can we collapse time around those 30 year cycles? Right? Like it'd be like five years. You just move in. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel the, um, like you're saying the network, um, and us being in the, it's perfect, right? Of course we met each other through here exactly. and, and we're connected and there's so many other amazing women now in our network and both of us will be speaking and doing things. I know it's, it's, and that does, it does feel like that happens effortlessly as a four, six, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, I think like, um, it's fun talking about human design, especially like, like finding another manifester. Cause like, I, I thought, man, like we're pretty rare, right? yeah. less than 10%. And so the fact that in our Calibrate Matrix group, there are only 20 of us, there were three of us that were manifestors. That's like pretty atypical. Huge. Yeah. Well, you want to know something really funny? Um, literally my five, five closest, four closest best friends, some of whom were my, two of them I met, they were my very first friends. I was six years old. All five of us are manifestors. Is no that way. not the craziest thing you have ever? The strange thing is they're all emotional authority. I'm the only splenic authority. That's <laughs> but all five of us are manifestors. That's crazy. So yeah. like, you guys are just, let's just do it. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> let's just do it. <laughs> like you're saying though, because we're so rare and to have and to have those women be my closest friends, I, it's just, that was like, wow, that's, that's nuts. That's yeah. awesome. Uh -huh. Do you find like, do you see yourself as an emotional empath or an empath? I do. I, I, I definitely feel that because, <laughs> um, having two emotional authority yeah. men in my life, like I, I'm like, can you guys, can you, I love you so much, but can you leave the house? I just need quiet side because I take I do I take it all in if if Kai's crying or if he's upset it's like my nervous system reacts immediately mm. and it's a lot of work for me to kind of come back to homeostasis and say everything's okay nobody's dying but um I especially in the early days you know with with the no sleep and just being on constantly it's like anything that's in the air my my system is like heightened alert heightened alert yeah. so and Mike would always be like, what? It's not even that big of a deal, you know? And I had to, exactly. And when I, I, cause I didn't understand this for the longest time. And I had to explain to him, like, it is intensified for me. So what seems like totally good for you is a lot for my system. And so I think there's a bit more empathy there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to be conscious of my quiet time and my reset time because I, I really need that. That's super helpful for me. Yeah. yeah. I love, well, it's good that you recognize that. Like, okay, you guys need to get out of gotta go. <laughs> I love you, but you gotta go. Yeah. I need to reset. That's exactly. Awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. And so, um, well, let's switch back to conscious parenting. Talk. Yeah. So you were recommending like there's books, like, are there good books for like for yes. children, but also like, I'm curious. Right. Yeah. So I just, I did a YouTube video on this recently um, because this, I, and I always, I'm like, this isn't sponsored. Like I, this brand, I just happened to stumble <laughs> upon and I just love what they're doing. It's the brand is called Slumberkins and they do an entire series where there's like a Yeti, there's a llama, there's like a hammerhead shark and there's a theme in each book. So like Yeti, that book, is supposed to focus on mindfulness. Like Yeti's kind of a crazy kid, like always shoveling food in his mouth and never knows where his body is. And it kind of says like, okay, we slow down and we appreciate and we savor the food and we look around us. So each book kind of has its own theme, you know, how to handle conflict, communication. So these, this is just like perfect building blocks for our younger kiddos. And then they have like one amazing book called The Feels. It's like they're bigger book. And this is probably for kiddos that are a little bit older, maybe like four to six or seven. And it, it really dives into more complex emotions like anxiousness or mm. overwhelm, just something like a younger kiddo is not yet ready to understand. But Yeti goes on this adventure and has to walk through all these emotions like fear and overwhelm and anxiety. And along the way, she gets to interact with those feelings and process them and say like, oh, this is nothing to be scared of. I'm okay. And so mm. she kind of interacts with each emotion until she gets to calmness and peace. And they're like, it's this beautiful book, this beautiful journey. And it just kind of shows like, it's okay to feel these things. Mm. We can work with our emotions and process them and feel them. And then we get to move on and feel something else. So I just, I love that brand. And um, I got some other great recommendations from moms because I asked. So um, if anyone's interested, I can definitely link those, but yeah. I was just thinking we all need to read that yet. Exactly. <laughs> It's such a great point. And it's actually really funny. You mentioned that because I had a dad comment on that video and said, I'm going to order these for myself because I feel like this is a really good place for me to start. And it is, you know, like if you're at the very beginning, you're like, I don't even know what this is. It's, it's a beautiful way to learn through like the children's mm -hmm. eyes and aspects because we do take, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't need to go to like the novels you'll understand the concepts, Very you know, simple. exactly <laughs> in a simple illustration and then you can move on from there. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I love that there's books like that for children, like to have access to. Like, yes. Yes. Are Yetis real? <laughs> That's, I, you are asking the wrong person. You're asking a black woman who lives in Southern California. Can't help you with that one, Michelle. So <laughs> Wait, they like Sasquatch. I have no idea. You're in Washington. Go hang out somewhere up by like uh, Tacoma or Montesano. Go in the woods. So funny. You let me know. <laughs> oh, oh, that was random. Random. <laughs> I was like, Yeti, wait, are those real? Because it's like, you're talking about like a llama and. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then you got the Yeti in here, right? <laughs> yeah. They have a narwhal. Yeah, that's. Mm. That's a good question. Okay, there's no. I'll have to okay. investigate. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, I spotted the footprints, but anyway. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> so fun. Um, yeah. Well, let me see if there's like anything else that wants to come up for this yeah. uh, conversation. Like, 
you should definitely share the YouTube or send it yes. to me and I can share it in the, in the show notes. Um, yes. or if you just, you can also just type in the search bar kids OT help. Ah, cause that's your, that's your, uh, that's my, yeah, it's my brand name. And I did rebrand to Nicole Amber, but the YouTube channel is still kids OT help. Okay. And I'm sure there's lots of like over hundreds of videos. Yeah. There's yeah. like 150. So if you've got a little one and you want activity ideas, you want to know about developmental milestones, you want to know about conscious parenting, it is all there. And I also have a podcast too, if you prefer that. And that's kids OT help as well. I had no idea you had a podcast. Yeah, that was recent. Um, and what's great is I'm literally just taking the audio from the YouTube uh, episodes and putting them on there. So it's like, if you can't watch and you'd rather listen, you can do that. Whatever suits your fancy. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Um, well, how can people learn more about you? So a um, couple of options. You can visit my website. That's NicoleAmber.com. My name is spelled different. So my first name is N-E-K-O-L-E. Um, Amber is A-M-B-E-R.com. Um, I have a Facebook community currently called Kids OT Help Community. You can join that if you want some more tips. I'm in there and I do lives. Or you can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm at Nicole.Amber. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Yay. Um, what else is there? So definitely I'll, I'll share all of those in the show notes as well. So people can find you. Um, I just love, I just love that you're teaching conscious parenting. Like I just like, it's just so needed because that will help with, um, like stopping the ancestral patterns in a way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, I've, I've mentioned this a few times, but not here on the podcast. It's like, I'm raising a, myth, a mixed kid, you know, and society sees my child as black and that his ability to have emotional regulation skills and a high emotional intelligence could be the difference between life or death for him. So it's non-negotiable for me to foster and cultivate this in him and whatever this little one is, whether it's a boy or a girl, don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a, it's a life skill for everyone. And I think if everyone takes that up, um, we see huge shifts and changes in the world, but just from a purely like preservation mindset, it's like my child needs these skills to protect himself and to be safe in the world, unfortunately for how it is right now. So mm. yeah, yeah. And I think it helps like the parent too, like just oh, yes. like with their own growth, right? Exactly. Because yeah. you can't teach your child anything if you're not, if you're not modeling it yourself, right? If you're not embodying it yourself. And um, I think I got to get away with a lot being um, a woman, you know what I'm saying? I, it wasn't so much a life or death for me, you know? And I, gotcha. I live in a very protected city. I'm not... I'm not at the forefront of a lot of where these incidents take place, <clears throat> fortunately and unfortunately, because sometimes I feel really disconnected and mm. um, that is that is not my goal. I want to have an impact. And so I have to, you know, make a conscious effort to be taking actions to, to mitigate and help change on that front. But at the same time, I living in this particular space, I've, I've 
had the privilege of being protected. But I also realized like, I don't know where my kids will end up. Maybe they want to move. Like I want them to be able to go wherever they want to go. I also don't want to instill fear. So it's like, it's my job while I have you to give you the best tools Mm. to to live your best life um, and to be safe. So that's just what I'm trying to do now. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. Mm, My goodness. I adore you. So I'm so glad we can make this work. Yes. Um, Thank you for having me. I adore you too. My fellow manifestors. (laughs) (laughs) Friends for life. Friends Um, for life. So for everyone listening, if this show resonated with you, please share it. You can tag us on Facebook, Instagram, especially in stories. And definitely we will uh, reshare and thank you. And definitely check out Nicole's stuff in the show notes. And we will see you all soon. Thank you. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support. And take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.